0: Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details.
1: Really into that one a lot lately. Yeah, he really is.
2: Uh, I got to see if I got to see. Oh, here we go. Here we go. Being broke and having a girl is like doubling down on poverty. <laughs> I don't, he also likes this thing he's trying to get over, C-T-E-S-P-N. Yeah, I don't get it. I mean, here's what. Here's one more. Can I say this? Brody, tell me who them hoes is. <laughs> just Man, pop. they all fine. Like, just
1: seeing Pop. Because Pop probably follows A.B. Just sitting there, and just like him either reading them to himself or reading them out loud. I don't know why. There's something wrong with me. All right, let's go to uh, Michael on the Aliquippa decision. Hello, Michael.
3: Hey, guys. Thanks so much for taking my call. Now, I kind of come from this sure. as like a two- Two areas, I guess. Number one, I'm a PIAA football official, okay? Okay. Um, And number two, I also grew up in the backyard of BG, uh, Bishop Guilfoyle. So I can kind of speak on two things. One, and I agree, I believe, um, what was said earlier, that I really hope Aliquippa stomps the living daylights um, out of every school in 5A. They are an amazing program, uh, run amazingly well, coached extremely well, there's just not a better program, I believe, in the state. And I think they're being unjust here. Um, yep. Now, I know with, uh, with BG, they actually bring not nervous. You're going Now, you're not, nervous. You're, gonna, from from you're not
1: nervous you're going to lose your officiating job saying that on the air, calling them unjust, are you?
3: That, that's why I only said my first name. Uh, <laughs> nor what district I uh, officiate in. So, um, All right. But honestly, you know, it was a, also a big, converse, uh, big topic with the uh, competitive formula at a convention uh this year so um about you know how they do this stuff but bg okay. actually buses in kids also from other school districts um literally from state college i know of um, one of my best friends from another school district was actually um recruited to come play football for them so um there's and they stated man they got off they, won, they won their they won their appeal and that's what money does. And I can tell you that also at BG, there's uh, they fired, I believe, their boys' basketball coach, um, who was one of the most successful coaches in that program, um, because money was driving that, and there was Michael, something that a parent didn't like. So,
2: Michael, I have a question. I have a question for you. Um, I have a buddy who also is very familiar. He used to be an official, um, like referee games, and... I know he is familiar with, like, the the rules for Catholic schools. Now, like I said, I went to North Catholic, and I they weren't recruiting when I was there for basketball, at least, boys basketball, or else I'd have never played. But he basically said you've got, like, a, a set number of feeder parochial schools that Catholic schools are supposed to be able to, to declare they are going to essentially recruit from. Is that something to the effect of what you know, like, happens uh, across the state that – Catholic high schools can pick a certain number of parochial schools and say we are going to use these as feeder schools for our, our student population.
3: Um, I would I would probably agree with that. Um, just kind of, I have limited knowledge on that end. Okay. Um, okay. But I do know um, that it, that from what I have known and what I am familiar with, that it, that sounds pretty pretty accurate to me. Okay. All right, we got um, you, Mike. So it's, so that it's you. geographic,
2: but it. it, it, but it if you're busing in, though, <laughs> you're just busing in from other districts. Like, ah, oh, wherever, where are you coming from? I. This was supposed to
1: force small private schools that recruit players. To play at a higher level, it's the the, the rule was not intended give, to penalize the, I'll of the world. I'll give Bob Spiesick credit just for not. this,
2: and I think when I was younger and just more like, ah, who's coming against where I went to high school? He used to say, just like the, these Catholic schools and in, in academies that recruit like this, that can you know basically if you can pay, you can go there. Should be forced to play each other. Philly has the Catholic league out there, Roman Catholic schools like that. But even then, I don't think it. it, it I don't know how it works. Like Newman Garetti in basketball, a powerhouse. I believe plays against teams from the same classification that they're in, you know what I mean? And like the yeah, once you get playoffs. The st-
1: yeah, exactly.
2: And so it's like really you should just have the public schools and the and the Catholic schools completely separate, at least at the state playoff level. So that a team from around here that's public school kids playing, for example, basketball. Remember when T J McConnell and Char Valley played Newman Goretti? Yeah, I do. And it's like here's T J the only D one recruit on the team and the entire starting five of Newman Goretti's going D one right. basically.
1: Here is Bill on the fan. Bill is in Aliquippa. He's next. Hello, Bill.
4: You to know that I'm a 1967 graduate of Aliquippa High School. And when I graduated there, there were over 400 in my class. Now, there's 70 boys, if that. Now, the other thing is, so you know, too, I was the public address announcer of Aliquippa High School, and I gave Pompeianne his first job. Pompieni was well, he used to do, he,
1: he used to do he used to do half times. He used to
4: he was an Elvis impersonator, Bill. Did you know that? Yeah, but that was at Hopewell. But I used to take him to the all games, okay? And what he did at the all games, um, I taught him a little bit, but I am not as good as him and I'm not as good as you guys too. You know, um, Oh, stop, but, uh, Bill. You're a legend no, in your I'm, own I'm, right. but I, I want to hear more no.
2: from a guy that, that graduated from the high school itself here, Bill. I'm interested in what all you Well, here's to say what, I'm, here. here's
4: what I'm going to tell you. I'm a Roman Catholic. also. Okay, And you mean to tell me that these private schools and the schools with money, like look at Southern Columbia, seven state championships in a row. Okay, Look at the Catholic schools out on the east. And the bottom line is they don't get the crowds like the Newcastles get or um, the Aliquippa people are very passionate about their football program. And I know every single coach that coached there, too. And Pompiani will tell you the same thing. In Aliquippa on a Friday night, you were at the football games. And here's the other thing I wanted to tell you, just like you guys have been commenting and you know a lot about the situation, I would go with Don Yonesa and go on the team bus to go to Butler. And Butler at the time had, you know, they would say, okay, you 20 guys come here, one of you are going to be my kicker. Now, Aliquippa would hang with them for the first half but on a hot night or whatever, they they couldn't play with them in the second half. They did not have the numbers. They went and played Cincinnati Elder, and they lost to them. They were phenomenal in the first half, and they played that at Riverfront Stadium, and they couldn't hang in the second half. Well, that sounds like it's going to be the problem here. Right. Bill. I was
2: going to say, I think, Bill, right there, you're, you're putting out a script that people think these games are going to frequently follow. Just for one other, like, point of comparison here, St. Joe's Prep, which is a powerhouse among powerhouses. And they play
1: all the way up to 6A, right? They
2: play 6A, and they should. They, there are kids on that team from Cherry Hill, New Jersey. For people who don't know, that's across the Delaware River. It's a suburb of Philly, essentially. But they're getting kids from Trenton and Cherry Hill to come there.
1: All right, time to go out to the hotline. He is the king of sports media in Pittsburgh. Sports director, Channel 2 now for 30-plus years. Bob, have we reached 40 yet? How many years am I off by?
6: No, 42, Pony. Get up there, man. 42. But it's fun. It's always fun. It's fun working with you guys. Keeps you young. I like it.
2: Now, do you have any, like, are you somebody like famous pro wrestler John Cena said when he turns 50, he's out of the business? Is there a certain number of years Bob Pompey and he wants to keep it going?
6: No, actually, Chris, I, I no. I, I just look at it the way I feel, how I like doing it. You get to meet people. You get to tell great stories about sports um, that people love to talk about. I mean, it's, it's probably so what I would to no matter to retirement. What.
1: You're nowhere close to retirement. No,
6: to I retirees. like it. No, I'm not. I, I first of all, Lisa would so, kill me. Wouldn't, what would I do all day? Golf. Well, that's true, but you can't do it every day. You know golf. that, Malzi? It's like know, throwing pizzas like today, in the air. You work well, in a pizza shop after a while. You can't do that. you got to move away from pizza.
2: <laughs> now, how much uh, is working with me and Pony four out of seven days on the sports call keeping you young? i got to imagine that's like a primary appeal of the job at this point.
6: Yeah, I mean you guys are a hot property, so anytime I could attach myself to a hot property, that's good. Yeah.
1: All right, Pop, let's <laughs> get the brass true. tacks here. Let's get into the Elquippa thing. What's your take on what's happened to them?
6: Uh, I think it's ridiculous. If they don't do stuff like on the eastern side of the state to, to similar teams and, and programs that have had that much success, they're picking on Aliquippa and I don't know why. And quite frankly, I think it's ridiculous. They they've been playing up. For so many years, and now they keep pushing up up even higher. I hope they fight this all the way. Um, I think it's just it's rotten for those those kids. You know, if you if if you can't beat them, uh, try harder. You know, don't just keep moving them up so that eventually you're taking them away from where they should be, which is one A, two A, whatever.
2: Well. I like, if they wanted to play up to 3A or 4A, eh, Bob, I'm fine with that. The school makes that decision. But, yes, this seems like a bridge too far. They'll be playing schools with double the number of players on a team. And, and somebody texted me this, and I agree with it. The shame of this, forget about all the unfairness or the feeling like you're, you're watching a team be targeted for having this much success. No sports medicine consult by the PIAA. They actively rewrote a rule after Aliquippa successfully used player safety and, and well-being as a way to win their appeal in 2021. They actively rewrote the, the law, basically, on the books to nullify that as an excuse. It it not only seems like they aren't considering player safety, but that they are actively ignoring it and flouting it to make this happen, the PIAA. That's my biggest issue by far.
6: Yeah. I think that's an excellent point. They they talk one way and, and act another. And, you know, quite frankly, uh, you look at the enrollment down there and this whole idea that all these people transfer and not equip, but that's not happening, and I don't know where they – even came up with a number of 23, I think I saw. So, um, for whatever reason, they have it out for equipment If that's the case, they should have it out for Southern Columbia, too, because they win as much on the eastern side of the state.
1: All right, Bob, who's going to be the Steelers' next offensive coordinator?
6: Well, you know my pick, who I would like. I don't know if it's ever going to come to that. But Kubiak would be my pick. I really like Quinn Kubiak. I don't think that's ever going to get to pass. I saw... Um, you know, they brought in Thomas Brown, talked to him. I thought there'll be some other guys along the way. Eventually, um, you know, I don't know. I, I mean, I don't think Cliff Kingsbury is a, is a good fit here. Uh, there are too many openings around here, and I think a lot of these guys that they're looking for, like Zach Robinson, may end up in other places just because of the amazing amount of openings there are on offensive coordinators. So I'm hoping for Kubiak. I, if I'm going to have to pick one right now, it'll probably be Zach Robinson. I hope they come up with a good, uh, a good way of working with him implicit
2: in you saying there's a lot of openings elsewhere though Bob is sort of the suggestion and I don't really disagree with it that there are just more attractive jobs open like that this might not be for somebody who has their pick even close to choice number one on their list
6: well again you have to analyze the quarterback situation if you're that person um, you know you have to look at what you have there you know and I think they have some good pieces here in place I think they have to be accentuated more And I think we saw that when they started to loosen up a bit and go down the field. It worked. It worked with Kenny Pickett the one game before he got injured, and it worked with Mason Rudolph. But they got to do more of that. they got to have better, you know, fertile minds about how they free some of these guys up, scheme them open a little bit. You hear that a lot, but you don't see it really happening as much. So I think that whoever it is got to look at, okay, how long am I going to get this opportunity? The Steelers are always very stable in how they approach, so that's an attractive thing. Mike Tomlin will get an extension, so that's also attractive for someone coming in, and you know, if he has some time and believes the quarterback situation is a good one, whoever that is, would probably be very uh, interested in doing it.
1: Bob, why did you say you don't think the Kubiak thing is going to happen?
6: I don't know. I just get the feeling that it's not going to happen. I don't know why. Um, You know, they're still, that's that's a team that has a lot of different people on it, and coaches uh, over the years that have all done well, and He's one of those guys that I really think can, can come in here and, and, and do a very good job. I just like what I've read about him, what I've heard from him, uh, but I just I just think there are too many openings. I guess what Chris said earlier, that there are a lot of choices, and when there are a lot of choices, that means you gotta you got to go in battle and give things up even more so than you may be willing to, and I don't know how much influence he would have in having a coaching staff or people that he wants on his staff and how much that may vibe with the Steelers.
2: Bob, do you think whoever the new offensive coordinator is, they will be given autonomy by Mike Tomlin to run the offense as they see fit? No, philosoph- no like major uh, philosophical oversight from Tomlin. It's, hey, it's your offense, it's your, your show here, do what you want?
6: Uh, I would hope so, but I also know that the foundation will remain the same. I, I think they're going to try to establish some sort of presence and physicality on their team. Hopefully that will lead them to other opportunities down the field, and that person will get – um, you know his say and how he handles that part of it, but uh, I think it, it was—it's always going to be a mix. I think they're going to have to trust whoever it is to give him more rain than some of these other guys have had.
1: Bob, is it weird that I follow Antonio Brown on Antonio Brown on Twitter, and when I see his tweets, I read them back in your voice?
6: Uh, in my voice? You actually? Well, first of all, what's he? What is he saying that you're reading back? And, Honestly, I don't know. It's don't just understand.
1: funny. To, it's, it's it's same. It's just funny to think of for whatever reason. I think it's humorous to think of you looking at Antonio Brown's Twitter and trying to make heads or tails of some of the things that he tweets.
6: Well, I think it'd be fun to do. Actually, that might be a good exercise. I'd like to do that. I may have to investigate some of these tweets, although he blocked me, so I don't know if I can ever see it unless you supply them to me. Yeah,
2: you're blocked by AB. Why?
6: Um, I don't know why. He never really answered that. I had a pretty good relationship with him all the way through. I don't know what I've done other than said, you know, when he left the way he left, it was ridiculous, unprofessional. and um, You know, he has That's a tough. lot of issues to work out. And, like, you know, I, I never got personal. I don't get personal with too many people. So, I, you know, whatever. Hmm. But I'd right, like to Bob, do that. If you have will. some, send I'll them send my you, way. I'll and send I'll 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 you I'll, some
1: screenshots. And we can read them on the air next week.
6: Okay, that'll be good.
1: All right, Bob. You're the best. See <laughs> yeah.
6: All right, guys, have a good day.
1: <laughs> Mike Mitchell has me blocked. He wants to be the Steelers' next secondary coach.
2: Yeah, I sent that to you and Donnie, uh, that he, Kabali tweeted out they should go and inquire about him. He said, I would be so grateful for the opportunity, and I just thought, man, that would get off to a roaring start with you. I'm sure they'd make him available to us for an interview if he got that job.
1: Blocked by Eddie Faulkner. Immediately he got the job, one of his first tasks.
2: Not my first job. act is not to figure out the quarterback situation or soup up the run game. It to it's to block me. Andrew Filipponi. <laughs> Guys, this is how I want this offensive line to function, and I'm going to show you how I want it to function you know in what? the social media realm. I
1: actually feel pretty good about that.
2: You should. It's a flex. No, none of these people block me. I'd love to get blocked. I'm not blocked by A.B. Neither am I. I blocked him because I have an extension on my browser that blocks every single person I don't follow who's paying for Twitter.
1: Ab did this weird thing where he would follow me, unfollow me, block me, follow me back. Usually, it was based on stuff I said about
2: Roethlisberger.
1: If there was even the slightest Roethlisberger critique, he would take so me right this? off. He would take me right off block and he would follow me back. So did he?
2: Did you get the sense he was actively listening and doing all this in real time, or no? Was I being think relayed. To I him? think
1: I think he would maybe see. A tweet. A tweet of mine somewhere else from someone he followed, and then he would, I would get back oh, in his uh, good graces. And then
2: it would be like, that Antonio Brown, he should have ran a better route. Blocked, Blocked again. Blocked again. When were you ever saying bad enough things about Roethlisberger that he would have liked? I don't
1: even think they, they were that bad. They might have been just... Ben needs to make a better throw there. Honest criticism. Not slagging a guy or crushing him, and A.B. would love that. Well, that's what I traffic in as honest criticism. Absolutely.
4: Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days. Wind chill. Black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here?
3: Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived.
0: You put in the hours, the energy, the tough labor. You are a fighter. Medella is your reward. Medela, the mark of a fighter. Drink responsibly. Beer imported by Crown Port, Chicago, Illinois.
1: All right, time for Pony and Muller Power Rankings. We do this every Thursday at 3.30. We rank Mike Tomlin among NFL coaches. Steelers among NFL teams, now Kenny Pickett among NFL quarterbacks, seeing that he's quote-unquote QB1, and then the bonus ranking today is the five best Steelers AFC Championship games.
2: Can I throw you one curveball? Yes. Can you rank the Steelers both how you maybe have them ending the season and how you would rank them heading into next year? Oh,
1: I already took it as the heading into next year. Okay,
2: good. Perfect, then. Glad we're on the same page here, Chalooch.
1: So, with that in mind, I have the Steelers 17th. I have them smack dab in the middle of the of the league. The team I have 18th, and it was the hardest one for me to compare them to is the Jets. Because what is Aaron Rodgers? Where is he gonna be at forty years old coming off of the Achilles injury?
2: If he plays like the like a league average quarterback, I think the Jets will be better than them. I still like a lot of the pieces on that Jets defense. I Garrett Wilson, I love watching him play. I think no guarantee he's really going to make
1: it through the season to one piece, though. That's the problem.
2: I'm aware. Have you seen Kenny Pickett lately?
1: I have. I'll get to him in the quarterback rankings in a second. So here are the teams I ranked ahead of the Steelers. All four teams still left playing, Ravens, 49ers, Lions, Chiefs. Okay. Teams that went out in the divisional weekend, uh, Bills. Texans. Texans. Packers. Packers. Bucks, okay, and then teams that made the playoffs that I think are better: Cowboys, mm-hmm. uh, Dolphins, mm-hmm. Browns,
2: Rams. So now we're up to twelve. Eagles, too, thirteen,
1: and then teams that didn't make the playoffs. So Bengals. I just like their situation better right now. Got Bengals, Bengals for sure.
2: Um... I'm torn on this following one but I'm going to I'm going to throw out a random team. Seahawks.
1: No, I didn't put them in.
2: The other one that came into my head was the Vikings.
1: Nope, didn't put them in either cuz I don't know what their quarterback situation is okay. going to be. Chargers.
2: Well, I should have known. I should have said that one immediately because I think they are about to become a real problem cuz for all of Harbaugh's weirdness, he can coach.
1: Jaguars.
2: How much longer, though, do we give them? You know what I mean? Like, how much longer do we say well, they've got Trevor Lawrence and Doug Peterson as a good reputation before we keep getting results that aren't very good and we start to wonder about one or both of those guys? I'm asking you s- no, semi-retorically. They were,
1: they were lower on my list. I had them pretty close to the Steelers. I have them, like, 15th or 16th. Okay. And that's the list. All right, then. Jaguars, Chargers, Bengals are the three teams that missed the playoffs that I have ahead of them, and then I have the Jets right below. So Steelers starting the offseason 17th.
2: Man, you know what what team I'd be tempted to put ahead of them if they were picking one spot higher in the draft is New England. Because I think they'd be guaranteed Drake May.
1: Okay, so among coaches, I have Tomlin 13th.
2: I'm continually surprised at how, relatively speaking, you have him higher up than your comments about him would suggest. Which has led me to only one conclusion throughout these months. You must really despise most of the coaches in the NFL. Well,
1: I hold Tomlin to a high standard. He gets paid like he's supposed to be no, one no of the No, 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 no.
2: I'm surprised he's not like 24th on your well, list based o- on that.
1: Some of the – he has to be better than the Falcons coach by default because they don't have one Sure, right
2: sure. So there's some guys who don't have – who either have – like Gerard Mayo's behind I put, him.
1: So he's ahead of Mayo, Sala, Callahan because he's new, mm-hmm. Antonio Pierce, mm-hmm. Washington. Okay. Eberflus. Yep. Uh, Dennis Allen. Okay. Atlanta.
2: See ahead of Sirianni?
1: Hold on. Canales. Oh. Mm. Seattle. Uh, Jonathan Gannon in Arizona. Kevin O'Connell in Minnesota, but barely. Sean Payton, but barely. Todd Bowles, but barely. Brian Dable, but barely. Doug Peterson, but barely. Kevin O'Connell. I already did him twice. Him twice. Yep. Uh, I
2: don't think he should be ahead of Bowles uh, after the job Bowles did. Steichen.
1: And well, so I have him 14 because I wrote O'Connell's name down twice. Steichen. And then this was a tough one for me. McDaniels and uh, McDaniel in Miami.
2: Wait, you have him ahead of Steichen?
1: I do. Hmm. I do.
2: I guess you, the only way you can really say that Barely he should be ahead though. of Steichen, though, is if you feel like Steichen had better quarterbacking all year, which he did. I mean, McDaniel, the situation with McDaniel. So I put Harbaugh so, ahead of him. Harbaugh should be, though. Well, there was there was a guy named uh, Guacamole Dave on Twitter this morning. I'm not kidding you. If you type in Guacamole Dave and go to his timeline, he sent the exact same tweet to us and numerous other media people over and over again just repeatedly tagging people in it over and over about. John Harbaugh has won more playoff games than Mike Tomlin since 2011, and he spent nine of those Jim years Harbaugh. at Michigan. J- yeah, Jim Harbaugh. I'm sorry. That is a great stat. No, but Guacamole Dave sent this to us. He sent this to Rich Eisen. He sent this to everybody he could find. He wanted the people to know that Guacamole Dave's been watching. <laughs> Guacamole Dave doesn't forget. By the way, a
1: barn burner for what our listeners want us to talk about at 530 in listener's choice. Yeah. Right now, Mulsey's diarrhea at 30%. Jake Gensel, 28%, his trade rumors. Al Equipa, 23%. And coming up the rear is the Royal Rumble at 19, getting no love, even with the prospect of Hulk Hogan returning. Getting no Would shine. you like
2: me to retweet it and see if the uh, pro-wrestling-centric followers of mine goose it?
1: How about Donnie? Does he get the nasty boys that add a little flavor to it? Okay.
2: What if we talked like Hulk Hogan about my diarrhea? <laughs> oh, my pal mulsey has got the runs, dude.
1: All right. Pick it among quarterbacks. Yes. Thirty. Uh, I have him 28th starting quarterbacks.
2: Okay. Let me, let me try. Let me try here. Do you mind? By all means. 28th. And you're only listing 32, so there can only be one for each team. Mm -hmm. You have him ahead of – you have to have McCorkle Jones, I guess, or Bailey Zappi, whoever was the New England starter of record at the end of the year. One. Um, Now, are you counting Rodgers as the current Jet starter because he's coming back? I am. So you have him ahead of whoever you wanted in New England, Jones or Zappi. That's one. I think right now you have him ahead of Bryce Young. I think right – Oh, wait a minute.
1: I screwed this up. 26th. So Young is one of them.
2: Young, Zappy, Slash, Jones. Yes? Yep. Um, Whoever is going to quarterback in Washington? Howell, whatever. Yep, Howell. So Young, Zappy, Howell. All right, hold on. Do you have him ahead of Danny Dimes? No, wait, you have him ahead of Tommy DeVito because he was the starter.
1: No, because I consider Jones now coming back like I do Aaron Rodgers. Aaron oh, okay,
2: okay. Oh, boy. You have him ahead of Levis, I bet. I have him ahead of Levis. I have
1: him ahead of Aiden O'Connell. Yeah. And I have him ahead of Desmond Ritter. That's my list. He's 26th. Who's Denver's quarterback coming back? Well, I counted Wilson as their quarterback right now because he's technically under contract.
2: There's a better chance he plays with the Steelers next year than the Broncos. Correct.
1: But as of right now, he's their. That
2: feels like a technicality.
1: Oh, absolutely a technical technicality. All right. I got to whip through these. Five. Top five AFC championship games. I'll stay out of the way. Do, the your thing. Do your thing. Number five, 1978. Houston Oilers had a rivalry with them, shut down Earl Campbell, missed the uh, Super Bowl in, in 76 and 77, got back there by beating uh, Love You Blue, Bum Phillips, and the gang. Number four, 2005 AFC championship game. Big Ben goes out to Denver, outplays Jake the Snake. They get to. Uh, A Super Bowl with Bill Cower for the first time since 95. Number three, 1974 AFC Championship game. You always remember your first. That was a rubber match against the Raiders. They had beaten them in the Immaculate Reception. They had lost in 73 in the divisional round out in Oakland. 74 Championship game was in Oakland. They went there. They won. That's three. Two, the Hail Mary play, the 95 AFC Championship game. I don't care that they lost to Dallas the next week. That's a classic game. I Aaron
2: Bailey caught it for at least two full seconds. In
1: my life, watching football, I'm going to say that's one of the 50 best football games I've ever watched.
2: Can you definitively name what's number one? Giants 17, Patriots no, 14. that's not You're it. talking about best quality of football game?
1: Just best game I've ever watched. Now, do I count games that I went back and watched? Like the catch game between the Cowboys no, and you 49ers. Know the outcome. The it best.
2: has to be games you watch live. I think.
1: Uh, and then number 1 is the 08 AFC title game. Just the carnage, the violence, the hatred, the atmosphere.
2: I feel pretty comfortable two teams. I feel pretty comfortable saying we will never see a game that violent again in the NFL. I thought Ryan Clark killed Willis McGahee. So but did I. I. I thought he was dead.
0: Why?
5: Why? If you Why? have T-Mobile 5G home internet, you might be hearing this. Why? A lot. Why? Every time your internet slows down during the busiest hours. Why? Why? Because your network gives priority to cell phone users. Why? Why? Good question. Why not switch to Cox Internet with two times faster download speeds than T-Mobile 5G home internet during peak hours? Okay. Stop the whys and visit cox.com slash 5G home for details.